Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Patrick. That's our sound guy, Joe. Ow! We are talking about a fantastic console. My first console. Our first console. Our first console. I'm just diving right into it. (laughs) Y'all saw by the title. Yep. We're talking about the GameCube today. The Nintendo GameCube! So I I thought it would be an amazing idea uh, just to kind of talk a little bit about the consoles that that made us. Yeah. Uh, um, Just kind of dive a little bit into those uh, ones that we remember the most fondly, nerd out about some of the games Mm -hmm. on it, the consoles themselves, what made them stand out. Uh, all that good stuff. It's going to be a little mini-series for all of us here on Razzle Dazzle, so the next few episodes, the next month, I guess, is going to be about this. Yeah. And today we're starting with Patrick with the GameCube. Yeah. And so uh, today, as of recording, uh, is the release date for Mario Strikers, Woo! Uh, the new version <laughs> for the Switch. Yeah. Um, Mario Strikers, originally a GameCube game, was one of my favorite GameCube games of all time. And to give you a reason why I love the GameCube, I'll use the story of Mario Strikers. Yep. So Mario Strikers was a game that I ran into well beyond the time that the GameCube was popular. Um, and it was me and my friends. We all went to – it was one of their birthdays, so we all went to his place. And one of them was like, hey, what if I bring my Wii? And then we were like, all right. And then he brought his Wii and a ton of games. Mm-hmm. But specifically, mm-hmm. the first one that one guy noticed, Mario Strikers. And he's like, listen, we have to play Mario Strikers. Legit, is the, it, it will take up our whole night. I mm-hmm. promise it'll be that good. And we're like, okay, we'll play it a little bit. And then we'll play like Melee or something, switch it up. Um, we played till like 4 a.m. Yep. And then all passed out on like the couches right next <laughs> to the TV. It was it was a night of Mario Strikers. Oh, that's amazing. And th- that brings me to the reason why I love the GameCube is because there are so many games on that console that just ate away my li- uh, my time, my yep. life. Just it's they were so fun so that hits. I couldn't get off. The strongest part of the GameCube was the games that it released. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at Metroid Prime. We're looking at. Uh, Double Dash, Mario Kart Double, Double Dash. Dash, Melee, the best Smash Bros. game of all time. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> the only Smash Bros. We game got Twilight of all time. Princess. We got Wind Waker. Uh, yeah, and then um, got Mario sixty four. And even then, some of the third party titles. Because unfortunately, I said Mario sixty four. I meant we got Mario Sunshine. Sunshine, <laughs> but also I believe there was a port for sixty four. Probably. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Um, even then, the some of the third party games, which the console isn't really known for, the third party games, but ended up being some of the greatest, like yep. the Super Monkey Ball games. Oh, my god! And uh, Sonic Adventure, which is oh. terrible, but what? also amazing. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on a second. The Avenger series are great in their own right. Because they're terrible. <laughs> they're great because they're terrible. Everything except the Sonic portions... You shouldn't play all that much. I mean, Tails and the Eggman portions are fun. But I know people who love the Knuckles portion. What? I don't know. Not I fun. hate the Knuckles portion. Yeah, they're not that fun. I mean, Big the Cat is where it's at, though. Big the Cat? No, it's not. No, that's just you, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate those sections. Oh, my God. The Gamma sections were cool. I like, uh... Oh, wait. Is Big the Cat the, like, big purple cat? <laughs> oh, my God. What gosh. do you think? My brain went to Rouge for some reason. That's the same thing as Knuckles! Yeah. I love Big the Cat sections. 
What? Sorry, I mixed up the names. I just it. I love fishing games. Not even. Not even gonna. I. They're bad. I know, but they're fun to me. Like Stardew Valley, where you just kind of have to keep the fish in the green. Oh, I like man. fishing games. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the GameCube is so important. Mario Strikers to you is so important that you want to cut recording short today. Yes. <laughs> to just talk about the GameCube, of course, because it's awesome, but also because Mario Strikers released today, and you want to go play it. I want to relive it, dude. I want <laughs> like legit. I I have never had so much fun playing a game with people since like m- some of my early times playing Smash Bros. Like so, there's only so many excuses about cutting recording short that I'll be like no but then but this is an acceptable one because I totally understand yeah it's, I totally understand uh, for anybody who hasn't played Mario Strikers and has a switch <laughs> please do yourself a favor not even kidding this is the best sports video game of all time mm. or one of one of like you love FIFA this is just arcade FIFA Right? Is this FIFA, but actually good? <laughs> uh, actually fun? Not focused on trading players, but soccer. Yeah. Crazy yeah, enough, right? right? <laughs> well, here's the thing. FIFA tries to be realistic, and the realistic co- comes at the cost of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if you think real-life soccer could use some, you know, power shots and punching people into electric fences <laughs> literally tackling. and giant bananas, then Absolutely. you probably want to play some Mario Strikers. And don't worry, if you get tackled, you are not going to get called with a yellow card or whatever the hell because these guys are not wimps. <laughs> and also, so we're talking about the Mario sports games. The GameCube uh. was basically the first for all of them. Uh. Um, we're talking the baseball one. Uh, oh right! Oh my God! All Stars was it? Uh, I think so. Mario, let me see. Mario Baseball GameCube. What is it called? It's just called Mario Superstar Baseball. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's it's it, like honestly, like uh, I'm trying. I'm pulling up right now the other ones that came out on the GameCube. Uh, there was a. Golf and tennis, I think, mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So all the ones that are getting remastered for the Switch right now were <laughs> <laughs> were originally on yeah. the GameCube. So that experience was something people already loved. And we also got the best Mario Kart game ever. All, Double Dash? Double Dash. Legit no Mario Kart game like it. Like, nope. It's the best one. It's it, And it's made for cooperative play. Something yeah. that, The biggest part about the GameCube to me was the fact that all a bunch of these games were meant for you to play with people. Yep. Uh, there were tons of great single-player titles and also tons of cooperative titles and also tons of competitive mm-hmm. titles. Tons of things, but since online wasn't really a major thing, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The, the, you had a lot... <laughs> these games were really focused on playing with your friends and they did it in a way that was like fun and not clunky like previous consoles were. Because, yeah, I mean, play, playing multi, multiplayer games, or even in previous Nintendo consoles, playing the right, c- yeah. multiplayer <laughs> games in those were either clunky or the cooperative versions of games would be like you play a game, it would be like Super Mario World where you play once and then once you die, your friend plays. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you're, but, like, that was just, why couldn't we play together? It's just taking turns, thing. yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Also, uh, we've been talking a lot about Mario games in the GameCube, but the GameCube launch. Um, I'm pretty sure with a Mario Universe game, but not 
starring Mario. It's Luigi's Mansion. Yes. Yeah. Uh, th- there were a lot of games that, this is what I was going to mention as well, is a lot of those single-player games that debuted and became hits mm-hmm. were originally on the GameCube, mm-hmm. like uh, Luigi's Mansion and Animal Metroid Crossing. Prime, Animal Crossing. Yep. These games released on the GameCube got their success there, and then now they're just the mainstream stay series of Nintendo. Um, and I would say F-Zero probably hit its prime yeah. uh, in the GameCube, the, unintended. The, the the best versions of the F-Zero games you can play mm-hmm. are on the GameCube, because mm-hmm. unfortunately we didn't really get F-Zero <laughs> games anywhere else. Uh, Nintendo, please. <laughs> and even freaking Pokemon games. I mean, this is where, like, it starred for me. We got our, like, 3D, or, like, our different Pokemon yes. games. like the Pokemon Coliseum. Pokemon Coliseum, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Oh, the Mystery Dungeon, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But also, for me, the like, the real star, Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness. I have a limited edition um, Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness GameCube. Like, it... it I got it with XD, and it's, like, themed for XD and stuff, and it Pokemon it XD like has a special Is place. it, like, where the case itself is, like, it has the design, or is it, like, the stickers that you could buy to put it over? Um, I don't... it. The actual GameCube is, like, normal gray, like, silver, but, like, uh, on the middle, where it would say the logo, XD logo. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Uh, and XD uh, has a special place in my heart, especially since it's... I, I'm pretty sure it's my first game ever because it came with the GameCube, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. And I remember, like, playing it and loving it, and I lost it at one point, but then, like, a few years ago, I got it back and I recompleted it. It's such a great freaking game. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that's ultimate... So, like, these games were, mm-hmm. like... Uh, it was at a perfect time to where we were all growing up, so they became a part of our childhood. <clears throat> but then also, they didn't disappoint. No, like, every Mm-mm. like these days, I feel a lot like I get games that are like, eh, they could be better. But every game Nintendo put out during that time hit well, after hit, hit after hit, and it was it was like even, even the re-releases or like the remakes, like uh, the Resident Evil remake. Uh, we got Resident Evil Four. We got uh, uh, Ocarina of Time here on the GameCube as well. Hell, we got Pikmin to show off the engine or, or the, the the how powerful. strong, how powerful the GameCube is. I mean, Soul Calibur 2. Soul Calibur 2 is on the GameCube? Yeah, and you know what knows something special about Soul Calibur 2 on the GameCube? You get to play as Link. I don't mm-hmm. remember this at all. And I have it. Oh, It's that's so sick. cool. Yeah, it, it's just... Tons of amazing titles that, like, just every single one is so fond. And there's so many, like, spin-off titles from, like, main series series... Main series games. Main series games, yes. Like, Kirby's Air Ride. Oh, we have... <laughs> I didn't mention Air Ride yet. Kirby's Air Ride. Mario... All my the Mario first, parties. My first time playing Air Ride was that same day that we played uh, Strikers. Oh, really? Um, And it, it was... It, I've never been so confused yet having a yeah. good time at the same time. Yeah. Where literally they're like, okay, so you drive around and collect power-ups, and then there will be, like, a racer battle at the end. <laughs> I'm like... Okay, and yep. then I'm just it, like I'm having a good time running around getting these power ups, and everyone's laughing. Somebody blows up another guy, and it's just like straight up good time. I had no idea what I was doing <laughs> in the game. I had zero idea. I was getting I last place every single time, yeah. and I was probably smiling bigger than everybody else there. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Oh man, uh, I I feel like 
I don't know. Nintendo just doesn't put out that same like banger quality these days. And there's also just different ways to play it. Like the the GameCube controller in itself is for a whole conversation. Um, design wise, it, the way that it is is so that um, you know, the shapes of the buttons they're made on purpose. So like you don't have to look down and and press like X or Y. You don't have to look down at the controller to know what you're pressing. You can just feel it, right? Yeah. There's also, no buttons that could be a different button. Yeah. Like like. Now for the for uh, the switch or whatever you, if you're console hopping, mm-hmm. and the game tells you press X. Oh, the okay. pro controller versus the PS4 or for the Xbox controller, the yeah. X and Y are flipped and the AB <laughs> are flipped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like for for the GameCube, you know which one it is because you can feel it. Um, and also, we get bongos. As okay. controllers. You know, let's go ahead and dive into my game because we're diving into the I'm deep sorry, lore. but like, this no, is no, so No, no, you're much. good. You're good. <laughs> so, so this game I have is for the deep lore of the GameCube. There are tons of things that people who had GameCube <laughs> still don't even know about the GameCube. Oh. So I've compiled the GameCube trivia you weren't meant to know. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so the first one, this one is less GameCube trivia you weren't meant to know and one that I thought uh, Jared would appreciate. Cool. Uh, this GameCube game is a side-scrolling beat-em-up set in comic book panels. It's underwhelming yes. sequels along with third-party games not see- seeing attention on the GameCube. I'm pretty sure I scary. know what it is. Go for it. Beautiful Joe? Yep. Yeah, dude, I was about hey, to bring Joe? it up. Beautiful Joe. You, Joe, what you got to check out Beautiful Joe. It's amazing. It's so. hilarious. And you're in it. You're the star. So it's a GameCube game? Yeah, yeah man. It's a, I think I really like a side-scrolling beat-em-up, like yeah. your TMNT games yeah, yeah, or yeah. your, uh, uh, what's the popular one? Uh, Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. Uh, it's kind of like that, but in comic book panel, mm-hmm. which is so creative. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Right? I think I've seen this before, but I've never been able to like pick it. But it oh. also has like a movie motif, so because you can rewind or slow down and move ahead and stuff, so that really... Uh, Evolves combos when in a beat 'em up. Beautiful. Yeah, because Beautiful. It, you're viewing. It's it's a it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie Beautiful. pun. Like I, it, the premise is, uh, Joe and his girlfriend are watching a movie about the super the superhero movie, and the supervillain like comes out of the movie, kidnaps the girlfriend. Joe jumps into the movie to save her, becomes a superhero. That's pretty epic. I'm it not is. gonna lie. It's a great freaking game. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's insane. All right, next one we have here. The GameCube controller was going to use hardware features that ended up being saved for the Wii and handheld consoles. Name one of them. Motion Motion controls. Motion controls is the big one. Yeah. Do you know any of the others? Mm. Was it going to vibrate? That was already a thing. That was already a thing? If I'm not mistaken, um, Hmm. uh, it was going to use motion controls, especially for uh, um, Monkey Ball. Uh, yeah. I, so the other thing was that it had the they made sure that the processor mm-hmm. had the power to be able to do 3D, mm-hmm. um, 3D imaging or whatever it's called. Sure. Um, so that technology ended or the they ended up just using that i holding that idea, and then the 3DS came out, and that's where it got thrown in. Oh, um, interesting. So the GameCube had the like power right. to be able to play 3D games, mm. but then they would have had to figure out how to get people 3D I displays and three, oh. uh, code games in 3D, and it would right. just been too much. So the 3DS became that like specialty cool. thing. Um, next up, uh, the GameCube developed support for hardware add-ons. Oh yeah, name a game that had its own art hardware. Um, I have a hint for this one if you'd like. Did it yeah. Wind Waker? Uh, 
I think Wind Waker had it one. It did, yeah. with the tingle yeah. stuff. The tingle stuff? Yeah. Um, I, for the hint, uh, Joe, I wrote, I only know one, and it's a banger. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was a PS2 baby, so I've never, I've hint, never had. It was mentioned this episode. Right? Oh, you mean the Donkey Kong? The DK Bongo. Oh yeah! Oh my dun, God! Yes, dun, 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 it's dun, so for Donkey good. Kong Jungle Beat. <laughs> that was also one of my first games that I've had, and I've had such a blast playing that. Oh my! I goodness. never actually played Jungle Beat. I really want to, dude. Is get it? yourself some bongos. <laughs> Uh, I'm just get real bongos and play Jungle yeah, Beat right? to, with the real bongos. <laughs> oh, man, I wish I still had it. Uh, all right. Next up we have uh, the name of the console is a GameCube, but its shape is actually. Is it a rectangle? Yeah, it's a rectangular prism or a cuboid. It's yeah. not the oh, sizes. I are, see what you mean. The sizes are not equal in dimension. Right. Um, so not. it's not actually a cube. <laughs> Liars. <laughs> Um, here we have, there are different intros to the GameCube based on holding uh-huh. what button Z on one or all controller ports. Z. The Z button. The Z button on the GameCube. If and you hold one. Uh, uh, well, we have it here. Yeah, so, I, I thought that's what we were going to do. So, okay. The normal one is this. Everybody knows it. This Everybody loves it. classic. If you've heard this once in your life, it's stuck in your head forever. All right. And this one, it, it says. It's when you hold Z on one controller. Yeah, on on only one. And so the next weird. one is you hold Z on all four controllers. This one's my favorite. Yeah. Which this one's epic. <laughs> yeah, I like man. the boom. Yeah. At man. the end. Uh, that last one's hilarious because the video I watched a guy like explain it in was literally like he was holding four controllers in two hands <laughs> while pressing the Z buttons, and then he got his pinky to press the power button on the GameCube. Awesome! <laughs> he couldn't get somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's reviewing the GameCube, man. You think okay. he's got someone else around? Fair enough. Uh, that that last one reminds me of Okami because Okami is an amazing game. Was Okami on the GameCube? Uh, I don't know. Let me check. I'm not sure. I know it released on the Wii. I think it was just a Wii game. I don't know. Uh, I think everyone's diving into it now. Yep. I'll find it first, damn it. Um, um, I'm seeing a lot for PS3. Yeah, PlayStation. Okay, so yeah, it wasn't on the GameCube. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry. It was on the Wii. It was on the Wii. The Wii. It was on the Wii. I knew that, yeah. Oh. And All it's right. on the Switch. It's on the Switch? Mm-hmm. Oh, pro- like a port? Yes. Remaster? It's remaster. I think it's HD. Oh, cool. I completed it. So good. I might give it a try. I've always wanted to play Okami. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have GameCube controllers are renowned for their design, but what other feature did some controllers have that no other console of the time had? Oh. Hmm. What features did the GameCube controller have? What feature did some GameCube controllers have that no other console had at the time? Was it the first controller to have stick drift? The C stick. Not drift. Not the right? C stick. No. Um, it was actually. Uh, here's a hint. Every modern console has this controller feature now. D pad. Something with the sticks. The D pad. Wireless. The sh- wireless. Uh, oh yeah, you gotta plug in a another like little cube thing into. Yeah, the you thing. plug in a like wireless nice. sender to the port, whatever mm-hmm. the term is for it. Um, and then the controller has like the receiver, whatever, vice versa. Oh man, you're slowly unlocking <laughs> things for me. Yup. All right, um, next up, this con- GameCube controller button is the one Miyamoto said the whole controller is designed around. Uh, the A button? 
Yes. Yeah. Eh, the A button. And then last one, variants of the game, or two more. Mm-hmm. Variants of the GameCube <clears throat> exist that can use what type of media format? Hint, it's for watching movies. VHS? <laughs> Not DVD. VHS, DVD, DVD. yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there, there was oh my a God, like, limited yes. or limited release or it's something so like that. It's so terrible. It looks so weird. Hold it on. looks like a DVD player mixed with a GameCube. It's called. Mm. It's uh the Panasonic Q. It contains a DVD player capable of playing commercial discs. Uh, it's sold terribly. <laughs> sold <laughs> terribly. Well, because like the there was a huge critique of the GameCube that it didn't have the same multimedia functions as right. like the co- other consoles of the time did. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing they released that one to like fill the void, being like, "Oh, but we can also do movies." But that the, the, nobody wanted a GameCube no. for movies. No. Uh, GameCube was actually, I think, one of the first consoles that didn't have like other multimedia functions. That was just solely for. Oh gaming. yeah, because that's what Nintendo is all about. Like they don't care. They don't really care about all this other stuff. They want to focus on the games that they're playing for you to have fun. That's their whole thing. And the GameCube shows it. Yeah, but even then, I know. Like I think the Famicom had video support. If I'm not wrong, I have no idea. Uh, I may be wrong on that. Uh, but I remember that the like, Famicom. Uh, yeah, but like the Japanese version of the right, right, right. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then the last one, um, and this is kind of a transition. Uh, there was uh, the GameCube had another feature that wasn't really too common for consoles of the time, or really gaming at all. Um, the, the GameCube, or I'm the, sorry, the, the Game Boy, the GameCube. I know, uh, but I'm saying like connect with the Game Boy. Oh, I guess yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, that too. Uh, that'll be a right answer. Hint: uh, This one lets you play with your friends. Co-op. Oh, LAN. Uh, LAN, just online options. Right. At all. Right. Uh, LAN play. And whatever. that brings me into another but- fond memory I have of the GameCube. The GameCube was the f- my first entrance into uh, MMOs, like uh, really multi- massive multiplayer RP- online. Oh yeah. Specifically RPGs because I played a lot of Fantasy Star Online. Fantasy Star Online. That's what it was. And that that game I did not. Yeah. It, it was it was something new to me because I one I hadn't really been exposed too much to JRPGs. Do you still have that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I relaunched it like a few months back, and it, it's still just as fun as it was before. Oh, it's man. just kind of a grind game. Do you have the original or like the the repatch? Uh, I have the version that's Fantasy Star Online one and two together. Okay. Um. And then also the online support, obviously. Right, right, Because right. there was a version of Fantasy Star that was just, like, single-player, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, dude, this game was so fun. I, I would run into people, and there's no, like, real chat options. So you'd see yeah. this guy with, like, a really cool-looking robot, <laughs> and I would just follow them. And they'd literally just run over to the shop, buy a thing, and then disappear. And I'd just be chasing the whole time, like, wow, that guy looks so cool. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, that, but, like, really, I didn't use the MMO, like, functions of it. I always played single-player levels anyway. Really? But, like, I had the online, like, port function thing, so I could have played it online. If I'm not mistaken, um, that game opened up a whole can of worms for piracy. For game piracy. I wouldn't be surprised. It, it's something to do with, you know, uh, going online and then putting uh, files or ROMs into a disc or whatever or something like that. Yeah. But then... but then Are people, like, 
downloading movies off of their Fantasy Star Online. I don't think movies, but like maybe other games, if I remember correctly. I'm not sure. Um, hey, I not that's the, a Sega game, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So Sega released a new version to patch that. Oh, yeah. I might have had the patch. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, it was, it was such a good time. Like that was my f- introduction to MMOs and like RPGs, and mm-hmm. I got addicted as I do to all of them. Yeah. Um, I re- <laughs> I remember I played like. Like, I would get home on a weekend, mm-hmm. uh, like, either after church or something, soccer in the morning, then just play Fantasy Star till nighttime. And my parents used to be, like, super against me playing video games at all. So this was them being like, oh, he's addicted. He's going to get stuck in it. He's never <laughs> going to stop playing video games. So they would, like, actively, like, make me, force me to stop playing. Because if it were up to me, I would just stay there playing Fantasy Star yeah. the whole day. Because, like, I get an objective in my head. Like, I'm going to get this saber that they sell at the store and then that is all i work towards for hours and i get it and i'm like cool wait now i'm gonna use the saber and i use the saber for hours after that until i find some other goal that i want to do did you have the controller that's also a keyboard no, but no. that thing is terrifying. <laughs> it's huge <laughs> it's so big for for no reason i mean i understand the reason why but yeah bro um Oh, now that I think that game did have a chat function mm-hmm. that I never used because it was so like hard to use. <laughs> well, probably because you don't have the, the, game the keyboard contr- keyboard controller. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking Just at looking images. At it. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. It looks like I, something out of a Fisher Price toy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, it was, I wasn't that into the game. Thankfully. It was a eight GameCube game support network connectivity. Five with internet support and three with LAN support. Hmm. Don't you think it's crazy that a lot of people nowadays don't know what LAN is? Which is strange because it's still a term we use. Like, is it esports? Yes, esports, esports still do LAN okay. tournaments. Okay, uh, the I idea did not know is that, that you're on the same local network. Whatever. Okay, okay. Then again, the idea of getting together with friends for a LAN party—that's <laughs> gone. That's gone. Yeah. Which is, uh, I miss those. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm shedding a single tear right now. <laughs> uh, the GameCube, you could have done LAN, but I don't think anybody really did LAN parties at the GameCube. I mean, that's one of its functions, like normal functions. Well, yeah, I'm saying, like, I think the games that did use LAN weren't, like, which games used? Double Dash, I'm pretty sure. Double Dash used LAN? I'm pretty sure. Oh, right, because you can get, like, eight people playing. Yeah. Yeah, I, rem- I played once on a LAN setup <laughs> with Double Dash, and it was the most fun ever. Oh my gosh, that's that's a fond memory. It yeah. was it was a uh, I was in a aftercare like thing at my private school, so money. Mm. Um, and then they had like two GameCube setups. So one of the aftercare volunteers figured out how to do it after some kid said it was possible, and then it was just like it was an option. It was that, and then also there was a I don't know if it was a Metroid game or if it was like a spinoff game or if it's a ripoff game of Metroid, but there was this. Uh, multiplayer game like uh where you'd fight each other. Metroid 2 had multiplayer, I'm sure. Then it, it probably was that. I don't Metroid remember. Prime 2, excuse me. Metroid Prime I think it was Echoes. Metroid Prime 2. Yep. Like cuz you could turn into a ball. I remember there was a map where you could turn into a ball and yep. there was like a little tunnel. And if you went into the ball through this little tunnel, you'd get into this massive turret that just one-shot people. Mm. It's it's honestly I got to fe- get back into it. It felt Echoes. so much like Halo. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and then like since we had this like land setup, we had eight people playing. It was basically it was the Metroid version of Halo. Yeah, I'm really sad that didn't like succeed because I had a lot of fun playing it. 
Dude, Metroid Prime is amazing. Maybe it's the right. controls. Because the controls in Metroid are like... That's it. That's that's what killed it. I would say, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. Metroid Prime, the series, is better on the Wii. For sure. Yeah, honestly... Because, you know, you get to use your arm cannon as your... You it's, it's just like... I don't know. The, the, the control layout for the GameCube versions of the Metroid games... Right. We're so funky. Yeah. Like, you'd, you'd have to, like, stop to sh- aim. Yeah. And, then... and that's why there's Zeke targeting, so you can actually, like, look up and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think for some reason they chose the same aiming mechanics for Luigi's Mansion for <laughs> I think it's better for Luigi's Mansion because it's not first person. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. They chose the same for Luigi's Mansion as Metroid Prime. Or at least right. It's what it feels I see like. what you mean. Metro- Luigi's Mansion, it works as third person. You're kind of, like. It's it, a top-down view. It ends up working you know, out pretty yeah. well. Um, Metroid, I remember losing a lot of health to just and getting really mad because I couldn't shoot a thing that I should just have been easily able yep. to shoot in any other game. Yeah. But still, the Prime games are amazing. Yes. Regardless. GameCube <laughs> or Wii, the Prime games are amazing. I would do a whole episode about just Prime 1, um, let alone the whole series. Prime 4, I'm so excited. This is the the infamous <sighs> never show. They never show us anything. Metroid release. Yeah, yeah no, but... we have it. We're not going to show <laughs> it. We're working on it. It's just there's nothing there. The same thing with Bayonetta three. There's one Bayonetta person working well. on it. We don't know who that is. <laughs> well, then we we got a Bayonetta three trailer recently. I know, I know, but like, but there, there was, was a long, long time. time where it was just Bayonetta three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, games are doing that a lot now, aren't they? Where they're just kind of like, yeah, we're working on it. Elder Scrolls 6 was announced, like, 2017, I think. We still haven't seen a single thing about it. I don't mind it, man. Take as long as you want, as long as the game is perfect. You know? Oh, yeah. Just, like, don't tell us, because then we're just going <laughs> to we're gonna like, want it so bad. Exactly. It's building up high. Would you rather, like, just hope that it's happening? Elder Scrolls 6 doesn't have happening. hype anymore, man. It was, like, five years ago that they announced it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you killed the hype I, when you I'd rather it know that it is coming than just be like, I hope it does. I guess. That's what I that's exactly how I feel with Prime 4. <laughs> um, uh, also the third party games for the GameCube are amazing. I mean the, have, well, you, have you played also, the Rogue Squadron games? The what? Oh, Star Wars Rogue yeah, Squadron? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I've, I've heard I've that. heard they're really Dude. I've played that. Yeah, it's awesome. So Hold the on. third party games were thankfully also on other consoles, and right. that was ultimately the problem with them is that they were like these consoles these games are like amazing, yeah. but they're known to for on other consoles. Like Splinter mm-hmm. Cell was a GameCube game, but right. it was on but like it's known for PlayStation Xbox. I'm pretty sure Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes was on other yes, consoles. That one yeah. as well. But it's still freaking amazing. I think it's better on the GameCube. Uh, just, just the controller, man. The GameCube controller is just I for think... for a game like Me- Metal Gear Solid. GameCube controller just kind of works a little bit. Kind of works. Kind of works. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> also, a little bit not because both thumbsticks are on the left side. I... No. Or no, sorry, I'm dumb. The the I thought the C stick was on the left side. No, that's reason. not I right. promise I have a GameCube fan. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I have GameCube. That's all you play with. Yeah, now. I really do only Dude. use GameCube controllers now, too. <laughs> the GameCube controller is so popular that they brought it back for the Switch. I mean, come on. They brought it back for the Wii U and the Wii. They did. They brought the, they brought the they GameCube back for the Wii. They never left with the GameCube controller. So that, that tells you something. Yeah. Also, talking about how great the GameCube is, that when they released the Wii, they were like, but we still need the GameCube. <laughs> Backwards compatibility. <laughs> Backwards oh, compatibility. my goodness. It's so awesome. That's 
That's what made the Wii the Wii, though. I mean, not, no, that's... I'm gonna retract that. That's what made part of the Wii very fun and accessible. That's what made me buy the Wii. Is because I, <laughs> I, like, I was like, whoa, I can play Wii games and GameCube right. games? Because I already had a massive library. Right. So, just... Yeah, more games. <laughs> so I just had a very incredible experience of of nostalgia glasses. Yeah. So I was looking up a gameplay for Rogue Star Wars Rogue Leader. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was I think the main squadron game for the GameCube. And I just looked up the first video it's I Rogue found. It's Rogue Squadron 2. Yes. Ro- well, yeah. I looked up the first video and I started playing it silently cuz y'all were having a conversation. And then as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Wow, this is a lot this looks a lot better than I remember. Yeah, man. Then I Hold realized up. that it was playing footage from the Squadron game for 2020. <laughs> and then it cut to the actual GameCube game. And there's barely four polygons on that X-Wing. <laughs> I think it holds up. Yeah, I think it, it holds up. It holds up okay. uh, if the last game you played was Star Wars Battlefront 2, the original, <laughs> and not the new game. It holds up if you compare it to the original Star Wars games, not the current Star Wars games. Well, it's still a fun game, though. Oh, I think the graphics look hilarious. Like in Battlefront Two, it is so fun. The the health and uh, shield or health and ammo droids, yeah. they're literally just like Gonk and uh, medical droid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they look even worse in <laughs> like they already look dumb in Star Wars, uh. and then they look even. <laughs> I literally couldn't differentiate. 2020 from 2001. <laughs> what does that tell you, though? What does that it tell you about the 2020 game? I have game? amazing, like, <laughs> recollection of this. <laughs> and then once I'm... Or you're just really generous with your nostalgia goggles. <laughs> yeah, Apparently. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that I'm looking at it, it's just you're blowing up a building and there's way too many pieces <laughs> to this building. You see, it's blowing it up and then... And then, boom! <laughs> it's it's like, literally explosion element, debris element, and that's it. <laughs> uh, those games are great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, any, any of you guys have anything to say about I've the I've been saying it. Uh, I've yeah, been yeah, saying yeah, it. We, we've been saying it. <laughs> Joe? Joe, you ever have any Hold GameCube on. memories? Hold on. I have to check if there was a Mortal Kombat game on the GameCube. Uh, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I think so. They didn't was... let a lot of so, okay. not fr- family-friendly games on the GameCube. There was, Resident Evil, bro? Uh, I said not a lot. Okay. <laughs> there was Mortal Kombat Deception on the GameCube, which was not a traditional fighting game. It was more like a open world, you know, you walk around a Shujinko interacting with Mortal Kombat characters, this which is... some people uh, think this is the worst Mortal Kombat game because there's not a lot of combat to it. <laughs> some people think it's the best. Is this but... the Shenmue of Mortal Kombat? Probably. Do you know Shenmue? No. Shenmue is a Japanese game of, like, this guy who just, like, does stuff in his neighborhood, really. Like, it, <laughs> it, there's a story behind it and everything, but in reality, like, a bunch of the stuff you do in the game is just, like, you find a grandma, and the grandma's like, I need your help with this, and you help oh, the grandma that's... with the thing, and that is the game. <laughs> yeah, that's that's deception so, right there's there. There's fighting in it, though. Like, Shenmue, Shenmue like, sorry. had fighting. It's called Mortal Kombat Deception? Yeah. It's right there in the title, bro. Oh, but yeah, it's they got you. you. Yeah, they got me. <laughs> they, they got, got you. 
But then, but then this there the was uh, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Uh-huh. That was a dead that was an actual Mortal Kombat game. Right. And I'm surprised it was on GameCube because that one was violent as hell. What do you mean? They, <laughs> they have were all they have violent. Shadow the Hedgehog on the GameCube, bro. Bro, Shadow the Hedgehog had guns. <laughs> my my parents were so doubtful to get me Shadow the Hedgehog just because the like the box picture is him holding a gun, and they're like, I don't know if I, this seems violent, and I'm like, <laughs> it's a Sonic game. As a it's kid, fine. I couldn't say anything, but in my head now, I'm like, but like. It's, it's Sonic. Yep. <laughs> it's Shadow. Yep. Uh, that game was hilarious. It, it was so fun, yet so bad, yet so good. Yeah. And there's also Simpsons Hidden Run. I don't know if you ever played it. Oh, that yes. game was epic. That yeah. game was so good. Uh, so yeah. that game I got a bunch because Block Blockbuster was still a thing. Oh, I miss Blockbuster. Um, a lot of the GameCube games I played were Blockbuster oh, hits. Yeah. Because uh, I uh, I mentioned the um, in the Teen Teenage or Teen Titans episode. Yeah. There was a Teen Titan game that I yes, also would, yes, yes. would constantly rent yes. from Blockbuster as well. Yeah. Honestly, b- both of those games, the Simpsons one and the Teen Titan oh. ones, I probably just should have bought Dude. because of how much me and my brother played them, but we didn't. We Dude. just kept renting them over and over <laughs> again. Like I said, the third-party games on the GameCube were amazing, bro. Oh, I'm remembering one right now that was yeah? super popular. You remember Nicktoons Unite? Yes. Oh, oh my god. With uh, Danny Phantom, SpongeBob, Jimmy Neutron, and uh, Timmy Fairly Turner. All Parents. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. That those ga- I re- <laughs> That was my first like co-op experience, like playing a game. Really? Um, because I I got a Nicktoons Unite game before the Teen Titans one. Right. Um, and so it was like me and my brother would just play through the whole campaign. So we played through the original Nicktoons Unite all the way, which has a fant. It's just a fun story combining all the yeah. worlds. It's a nice uh, crossover. Yeah. It's it's is a really good crossover. Yeah. Um, at least for my vague recollection as a kid. Um, but then uh, and then the Teen Titans one came out and I played a bunch of that and I was like, I need to play all the games like this. So I played the other Nicktoons Unite games that came out. There was one set in like a volcanic island sure. with like uh, tiki masks everywhere. Okay. Um, and then there was another one that I forget. But like I play, I played so much of those like co-op, top-down beat 'em up games, mm-hmm. platformers. Uh, those were fun. Yeah, man. What third-party games are you are you thinking of? I mean, because you keep bringing up uh, keep bringing up just the third party. I'm sorry, I, I I'm sorry if I'm sound like a broken record, but I just said like you know, um, hit and run, um, the the Sonic games, uh, Soul Calibur, freaking uh, freaking uh, I don't know if this is third party, but uh, Tales of Symphonia. That's a good a question. Great actually. JRPG. I don't know if it's third party though. Um, yeah, just Resident Evil too. Yeah, I think well. also the GameCube was the f- I think the first time we saw a lot of JRPGs in the West. I oh. could be wrong on that one, but like N sixty four, there weren't a lot of JRPGs. No, no. Maybe there? on the hand, mean, maybe on the handhelds, probably. But like, I don't. At least me, my exposure to it as a kid, I really only saw JRPGs. Super Nintendo was big on RPGs, JRPGs. Okay. I mean, Earthbound, uh, Secret of Mana. Oh uh, yeah, Chrono, Chrono Trigger. I guess that's true, yeah, yeah. I guess more so my exposure right. to it. Right, but, like, when was the last time you had a Super Nintendo? <laughs> Fair. You know? <laughs> Did you grow up with Super Nintendo? I don't think so. Yeah, we're just too late in the generation thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, the and GameCube. Even then, the GameCube, like, stopped being they, – they discontinued it in 2007. I was seven at the time. Um, but mm. I still used my GameCube all the way up till I was, like – 11 oh, 12 definitely. I got my Wii when I was 11 or 12. So 
I didn't even get a Wii. I got a Wii U. That was that was my next console. Oh my gosh! So yeah, you were just straight on GameCube games. Yeah. Well, that in DS. Oh yeah. Well, that so, that carries a lot too. You know, both of those hand in hand. Great times. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk childhood. about the GameCube uh, Game Boy compatibility with the GameCube? Oh, um, I didn't really use it, so I don't really know. I never had it. a Game Boy on, up until like two years ago. Oh. I have a Game Boy Advance now, um, which I will be bringing to our Shantae episode. So. Yay. Hey. Um Yeah, the the Game Boy uh was it Advance? I think was compatible with the GameCube for certain select games. I think it was most of the GameCubes or Game Boys. Okay. Okay. Uh most notably for me is for the Wind Waker and you get to like you kind of get to have a second player with you. Like you're the first player is controlling Link throughout the game and the second player has like the tingle tuner if i recall and they could get you like items and stuff like bonus items and and whatever would it like show where the items are or whatever yeah kind of or like they'll drop it oh you know like like they'll select it on their own little on the game boy and they'll just drop it and it'll appear in front of you or something like that yeah that's pretty cool it reminds I, me a lot of like the mechanics they end up bringing in Mario games, where like one player plays and then the yeah. other player helps. Yeah, exactly. Kind of almost exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I never had that experience before personally, but it's still freaking cool. Yeah. You know, like uh, um, I'm pretty sure there's other games where you get to actually play two players, but I don't know. I think Luigi's Mansion has a little bit of that. Luigi's Mansion had something with hardware. I don't remember what yeah. it was, but I remember playing it and the game telling me there was a hardware option mm-hmm. and then me not caring because I was poor. <laughs> <laughs> or more so, like, young, so no money. But Right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a, just a cool Oh, thing. I'm remembering now. The GameCube also had a mic. Um, they had a mic support option because I remember Mario Party 7. Had a bunch of mini games focused around like mic play. Really? So you would, so there was one where like uh, it's like a three v one mini game where you'd call in like uh, uh, things to kill the players in the middle, uh-huh. and you would choose based off what you said. So you'd be like bullet bill, and then bullet bills would shoot out, and then you'd be like chain chomp, and the chain chomp would be let loose or whatever. Like, and then there was another one where you like had to shoot ghosts. By hitting by hitting a number, huh? And so you'd yell like when the ghost appeared on the number, you'd be like four, seven, nine, and you just like keep doing that. Cool. I didn't have a mic, yeah. So I play so Mario Party Seven. I played all the mic games. If you press R, it shows you the list of the options. You have to scroll through and press oh. it. So it makes it so much harder. <laughs> that ghost game I was talking about with the yeah. numbers. It's numbers one through nine, so nine different options. So by the time you got to most of the numbers you wanted to like hit the ghost at, it's too late. The ghost would be gone. Oh man, CPUs were absolutely insane at those games right. because they have mics. I guess I don't right. know. I don't have a mic. How do you have a mic? <laughs> I think GameCube, like, the GameCube is best known for multiplayer, for party games, for for playing with your friends. That That's most of the games. Yeah, that, I think that's how, at least us, we have, like, our most fond memories of it. Yeah. But also, you can't sleep on those single-player games. Hell hits. no. No, the single-player games are amazing. I mean, I really had to go through that because I don't have friends. I didn't have <laughs> friends when I was playing with my GameCube, but... Also, multiplayer is awesome too. Even with the multiplayer, like Double Dash, again, you can have so much fun by yourself with Double Dash, but if you have another person, 
you can actually perform a double dash, that's just awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, double dash was, like, it is the worst game to play by yourself, I feel like. No. Uh, at, on the GameCube. What? Because, well, like, in that case, it it's not double dash anymore. You're just playing Mario Kart. Um, <laughs> but the levels are still the same. The music's still... A- Amazing, but in the entire time, the game's like you'd be having so much more fun if you had friends. <laughs> It'll be a bit more, yeah. It'd be more chaotic, yeah. Sure, a little more sad. Yeah, <laughs> that was my life, bro. That was my life. You didn't have anybody to play Double Dash with? Not really. Aww. Like maybe every now and then when my cousin will come from Mexico, but that's like for an hour, and then they want to play Halo. Yeah, I guess it's different in the house with siblings. So yeah, we could always, yeah. See, like I could always force my brother to play Double Dash. Mm-hmm. So it had that at least. I don't have my copy of Double Dash anymore. It makes me so sad. I'm glad I still do. Hey. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Anything else on the GameCube before we wrap it up here? I don't think so. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure there is, but just like, it just be rambling. Yeah. Go buy a GameCube. <laughs> Go buy a freaking game. Find a GameCube, man. They're so expensive right now. Are they? Uh, yeah. Cause I'm like, gonna look. Because uh, at least the ones that I saw. I know Melee inflation is a thing to because they want to have as much Melee if setups as possible. So, like, Melee is $300 right now or whatever. Well, I mean, that's just Melee, though. But if you're looking for a GameCube with games, yeah, it can run you a few hundred. But just a GameCube? I'm looking at... I see one here for $68.99. Okay, never mind. Actually, not too bad. Here's a $50 plus uh, 11 shipping, so... 60 to $100 or 100 or $2 for a GameCube. That's not bad. I'm holding on to mine until they're like $1,000. I ain't selling my GameCube ever. I'm selling my GameCube what's the $1,000 for sure. I have Dolphin <laughs> on my computer so I can just emulate. Oh, oh speaking right. Project Dolphin. Yeah, yeah. Also, speaking of which, uh, if you want to play GameCube games but you're just like, man, I don't really want to buy a stupid console that doesn't even work <laughs> on my TV. Which uh, you do What that. do you mean? <laughs> Game, GameCube doesn't use HDMI. If you have a modern, t- if you have a modern TV, you have to get adaptive cables to play it on your TV, and even then, it doesn't look as good. I still have TVs with AV. Most people don't. Freaking, what is <laughs> wrong with people? So if you don't have a TV with AV, but you still want to play GameCube games, check out Dolphin. Uh, it's an emulator uh, that lets you play Wii and GameCube games. Um, and yeah, the- piracy. Uh, well, technically, the emulators themselves aren't pirated. Okay. But the emulations, <laughs> the, those are a little bit pirated. So I'm not going to tell you to emulate Nintendo games. But what I will tell you is that you can play Nintendo games that are hard to find by using emulators. <laughs> Use that information as you will. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. That's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. This is our first in our little mini-series of the consoles that made us. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show. And also, don't forget to check us out on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore Show. And don't forget to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Five stars. That'll be lovely. Catch you on the next one.